So let's get it. Here we go. Come on, spread that good stuff. Today's guest is a very special human being who is doing amazing things for the world. He's a keynote speaker, business advisor, president of private and public corporations, an inventor and a mentor to mentors. He's been referred to as Robin Williams with an MBA, which you'll soon see why. Uh, He's got a very long list of accolades that would take up our entire podcast time if I were to read them all. He is also my personal mentor, as well as a trusted and respected colleague and friend. It is an honor to welcome to our podcast, my brother, David Corbin. What is up, David Corbin? It is so good to have you here. Oh, man, it's so good to see. I I can see you. Can everybody see you or is it just me? I, I see that smile and it just brings a smile. So when you say what is up? What is up is the the sides of your face as you're smiling at my mug. <laughs> I love it, brother. I love it. Well, we we have known each other for you know almost. It's been about seven years uh, or so. And the from the moment I met you, I was like, this guy is something special. This guy is just singing his theme song, radiating some good energy for the world, uh, and elevating the positive frequency, brother. Uh, so it is just so good to have this connection uh, here seven years later, man. And I have my first question for you is what brings you joy in life? Oh, in in addition to seeing you, uh, someone who on this planet I've connected so deeply and lovingly with, in addition to that, what brings me joy is, um, is, is daily life. I just flew in last night uh, from going to and speaking at uh, the celebration of life of a dear friend, another dear friend, but this dear friend has graduated to the next plane. He died. Um, and celebrating his life. My gosh. Uh, uh, for example, this guy was a motorcycle cop. Uh, and uh, in a process of life as a motorcycle cop, he got hit by a drunk driver and they could revive him. They declared him dead, but then in the ambulance, they brought him back. And this guy, because he had that experience and he had a life of service as a courageous officer and whatnot, he was confronted with the opportunity of helping a little boy uh, who had leukemia, who wanted to be around a motorcycle police environment. He did that. And because of that, he started a little something that you and I know as the Make-A-Wish Foundation. That's this guy, this guy's life that I celebrated uh, with a talk at his celebration of life because he was a brother of mine. So what brings me joy is connecting with people, um, connecting with interesting people. And I haven't met many people who aren't interesting. (laughs) And I use the word interesting loosely because some of them are kind of like, what's the technical term? Douche nozzles, you know, (laughs) some of them are not, (laughs) not the, but but they're interesting and we're all works in, in, in progress. So what brings me joy is uh, connecting with the uh, God's creatures. Yeah, brother. Absolutely. And, uh, and, and, and thank you for sharing that story. And uh, one thing that, that I love about you is that you really, you really walk the talk. So you are a keynote speaker an influencer. Uh, you know, you, 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 you were in a lot of leadership roles and you walk that talk. It's not like you're on stage and then you walk off stage and you're a different person. It's like, no, that's David Corbin on and off stage. And one thing you created was uh, 
a, a bit of a movement called Pass It On. And I'd love for you to just tell our listeners what the, what the philosophy is and the energy behind uh, that movement of, of Pass It On. Yeah, so no one does it alone. No one does it alone. It's all about mentorship and connection and collaboration and service and love. It's all about that. So we've, we've come to realize that societies, societies and nations will flourish or perish based upon their ability to pass down applied wisdom from generation to generation. And so we got together and said, well, what is some of the contemporary wisdom that need ought should be passed down from generation from this generation to the next. And we found four major areas uh, that, um, that were components of this. And there was wealth, uh, you know, ideas in, about wealth, uh, inspiration, success, and happiness. And so we got some cool kids together, you know, and, um, and we got some cool kids and we, we put them in these little vaults in a bank now, this bank is a bank like no other, because in this bank, you could make as many withdrawals as you want and never deplete the resources. We called it the bank of sustainable abundance. And in, the, in these vaults were some luminaries sharing ideas on wealth, inspiration, success, and happiness. And so we've got folks from, oh my goodness, from... Brian Tracy and Les Brown, great speakers, as you know, and Mark Victor Hansen. But we have Evander Holyfield and actors like Seth Green and, and Mario Lopez. And, and I was the host of the movie. It was great. So I got to take you in all, all the different vaults and stuff. So, um, yeah, it's a cool movie. It's a movie on YouTube right now for free. Absolutely free. The whole movie, 65 luminaries. Um, for free. Amazing. And I, I have seen it. It's incredible. So for anybody listening and watching uh, that want to check that out, pass it on. It's on YouTube, 100% free. Uh, it's very, very, very good. And, you know, one thing that we really focus on here at the, you know, Spread the Good Stuff podcast is, you know, we focus a lot on intentional acts of kindness and really focusing on the domino effect or ripple effect or what I like to call the echo effect, which is ultimately the thing that defines us is not who we think we are, but it is the song, the music, and the feeling inside of others' heads and hearts long after we leave the room. And I know that this is a, a, an agreed philosophy uh, from your end, and I would, I would love for you to you know, talk about that a little bit. Um, is there anything that comes to mind when I, when I speak about that? It's very much the energy around you know, your Illuminate and, and, and pass it on in so much of your content. And I just want to throw that topic at you and take it wherever you want, brother. You know, a lot comes to mind. I'm going to mention a name, Juan Delgadillo, who I never met. But when my buddy, Frank Shankwitz, this, this founder of Make-A-Wish Foundation, when he was a young boy uh, with a lot of issues, a lot of challenges, a lot of problems, um, which you can see in the movie Wishman. We did a movie biopic about his life, which is trending right now on Netflix, okay? Um, 
So Juan Delgadillo, when Frank was a young boy, had problems, and and Juan was really nice to to Frank, really helped him out. And and Juan said, someday you'll pass it on, you'll pay it forward. And Frank, as a young boy, said, but but I'm just a kid. I, I got no money. Juan Delgadillo said, you may not have money, but you can do things for people. You can help uh, paint an old lady's house or fix a fence or something. You could do something. And in that statement to Juan Del, by Juan Delgadillo to Frank Shankwitz, when Frank got older, he kept in the back of his mind, in his reticular activator, you know those filters back here? Yeah. Where, uh, those filters where, you know, you never see a red Subaru and then your neighbor gets one. And then you see him all over the place where <laughs> my daughter needed tires for her car. And that day they ran full page newspaper ads just for me with tires. <laughs> right. So so Juan Delgadillo planted in that in, in the back of Frank's head. Someday you could help others either with money or with service. But but seek and you shall find that opportunity. And so. So Frank did that by creating the Make-A-Wish Foundation. The point is the ripple that was set forth by that statement by Juan has culminated in over 500 million wishes to kids. (sighs) Come on. Anyone can be a hero. Set your reticular activator for serving, loving, fortifying someone. It could be one-on-one, it could be one on 500 million, but seek, yo, 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 seek and ye shall find, mic drop. I love that, brother. I love that so much, very powerful. And you know, one, one way that I like to uh, approach that is, um, you know, what are we putting on uh, in, in inside of our mental search engine every morning when we wake up, what what are we typing into that? Just like on a computer where we, you know, we go to that search engine and we're typing something in, we're going to get results for that and probably millions and millions and millions. Uh, what is it that we're typing into our mental search engine? In other words, that beacon or that North Star um, on, a, on, a, on a regular basis, a daily basis, weekly basis, monthly basis, quarterly basis, et cetera. But I'm wondering... Uh, what do you do personally? Do you have any any tools or techniques uh, around you know your your mornings, a morning routine or ritual to where you get your your mind aligned uh, to be in that place of, of of service, contribution, love, and compassion that you speak about? Well, I'm going to answer that, but I first want to I first want to say how much I love your metaphors. You know what you're going to Google search for in the morning. You know, <laughs> you know, spreading the good stuff. Uh, this is an important podcast, my brother. This is an important podcast that you are doing, spreading the good stuff, because you have such unique ways of communicating that, that touches uh, so many of us, breaks the veneer and goes through the sternum to the heart. So, yo, good on that, man. I love the idea of Googling. I've got that. So let me answer your question. Yeah, I do have a ritual. The ritual builds over time. The ritual I've been doing for the last, gosh, dozen years 
is every morning I, I wake up and, and before I even go hit the restroom, because, you know, at my age, I got to pee real bad morning, you know, but before I do, and no matter how bad I got to go, I literally get down on my hands and knees uh, like our like our Muslim uh, brothers and sisters. I get down on my hands and knees. Now, in a hotel room, trust me, very often I will put a towel down next to my bed beforehand. That's my prayer mat, because you don't want to be putting your head down on that shizzle. Forget about it. And so what I do, as I'll I'll always give thanks, but now what I do, in addition to getting down on hands and knees, uh, I say four things. Uh, I say yes, please, more, and thank you. Yes, please, more, thank you. Sometimes I say, thank you, please, more, yes. Sometimes, but it's always yes, please, more, thank you. I tell the universe, yes. I'm not Googling for anything in particular. I'm merely saying, yes, I will accept and embrace the magnificence you have before me. Uh, prosperity, health, love, success, connections, service, and the like. You know, Yes. And there's please. Please is usually, hey, David M. Corbin who grew up a low self-esteem kid, you know, David M. Corbin, accept, please accept that abundance. More, oh yeah, more, more of it all. You know, I got more house than I want here, but not more than I want. So I open up my, my desire, as Abraham Hicks talks about, open up the desire and, and thank you with humility Yo, thank you. So that's my morning ritual. And let me let me hit you with my evening ritual. You ready for this? Please, I'm ready. Bring it, that, brother. <laughs> that happens at five o'clock every night. This here, this is in my living room. And I've got, you know, I've got a library, a building in the back of my property that's a library, but this is my indoor library living room. And I call it the dawn to dusk lounge. Because I'm in here every morning reading. Yeah. Uh, reading, I've probably read about 4,800 pages in the last four months, Um, reading. And then in the evening at five o'clock, it's the dawn to dusk lounge where I'm in here with my bride. And we might have a little sip of some of that brown liquid together. (laughs) And uh, she sits there and I sit here and we do our three. What are three things today that we feel blessed by or we enjoyed were appreciative of and have that word gratitude but that's a different word i'm not crazy about that word gratitude i'm more into appreciation nonetheless we go one two three and not only does it keep us anchored in the gratitude that we set the course from the morning towards right um but it also keeps us connected Uh, so we know what's been going on in one another's day because uh, we're both busy. She's an architect and a trader. And I don't know what I am, but I'm busy. And so, yeah, so it's a beautiful thing. Morning, afternoon, those are the bookends to a big, magnificent, beautiful thank you day. <laughs> yeah, that's beautiful. And I, I love that because, you know, it's giving those constant touch points and you're baking it into your recipe of life. It's, it's you know, those are- Listen key- to you, listen to you. Baking <laughs> into the recipe of life. These are bronchorisms that if you're listening to this podcast, never sit down at this podcast without a pencil, paper, or someplace to capture this stuff. 
damn boy that's good shizzle right there <laughs> it's good stuff <laughs> yeah yeah that's my mission make everything quotable <laughs> well memorable you see yeah yeah you see you know we know that as as tension goes down retention goes up right tension goes down retention goes up so humor artistic involvement you know, engaging people in different ways so that we assimilate this information. And, and your right brain delicious metaphors just, just, just touch me and I know touch audiences. Yeah. Thank you, brother. I appreciate that. And so it, so it sounds like with your, uh, you know, with your uh, routines and rituals here, what you're doing is you're, you're bookending the day, as you said, and that's giving you those constant touch points so that you're, you know, it's not like, oh, yeah. I, and, and, and another metaphor I like to use is the, the tuning of, a, of, a, of, a, of an instrument. If we have a guitar that hasn't been tuned in a long time, maybe it's extremely sharp or extremely flat. But what you're doing is you're keeping your mind and your body in, in tune on a regular basis. So you're doing those, those regular touch points there uh, to where you're, 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 you're giving that, that thankfulness, that gratitude, that appreciation, all of those things so that you're constantly being reminded. It's essentially that, you know, you're creating, you know, space in time to, to be thankful. And you're, you're reminding yourself of that on a regular basis. And not just you, you actually have an accountability partner that is your life partner as well. Um, and that's, that's powerful. I really love that. Well, the health ritual that you, you, you kind of mentioned in, in, is, is also about staying in the vibration, you know, and taking those daily activities uh, for health and all. Like, so for example, you know, I, I, I do supplementation. I make sure they take the right supplements, vitamins, minerals, et cetera, based upon a blood test and then muscle tested by my naturopath and all. And I, and, and I do that on a regular basis, maintain the immune system and stuff. I was just, because I was in Arizona, my hosts uh, hosted a party in my honor with, with a lot of my friends from Arizona and it was magnificent. It was great. But after Anytime I'm in a group setting like that, I nebulize. I use a nebulizer with hydrogen peroxide, which will kill any virus, cold, flu, COVID, MERS, SARS, etc. And so I nebulize with medical grade hydrogen peroxide. Well, at this party, which was a few days ago, um, two days later, we get a call that uh, Julie's got COVID. And it's like, oh, man, because I'm not I, I, I choose not to be a vaccine guy. I choose to you know, build the immune system and I choose to do the nebulization stuff. So a few days ago, I got, oh, man, that's the closest I've been to COVID. Gosh, I hope, you know, I mean, I was clearly exposed. I hope that my rituals, my dailies of taking my supplements and, and doing the nebulizer really worked out. So and I'll find out because. I'm, I'm going to Puerto Rico in two days, so I have to take a COVID test today anyway, and it's a three-day re result test, so I'm going to stop off to get a same-day result test, so I, I'll find out, and I, I, I hope, I believe, uh, and I'm in the frequency of resisting uh, the energy of that, of that virus, but these daily routines, had I not taken my supplementation, now again, I don't know if it worked, I believe it did, 
Had I not taken my daily supplementation and doing it every day with a routine, had I not used the nebulizer, you know, like an asthmatic would use with medical grade hydrogen peroxide and did that for 15 minutes routinely after I'm in a crowd, who knows? Tangible, could, tangible results from these routines, the morning ritual routine, the evening ritual routine. And I'm not a rigid dude, man. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I won't do the Calendly where, you know, people get on your schedule. Yeah. I don't need no stinking <laughs> things like that. You know, I like freedom and whatnot, but I'm free to have that freedom because I do those other rituals, which keep me healthy, safe, uh, and, and, and secure and confident. Yeah. Absolutely, brother. And you mentioned uh, you mentioned one of my favorite words, which is uh, which is the V word, vibration. And um, you know, I'm 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 very fascinated with the unseen realm, the energetic realm, or spiritual realm, or you know what we can't uh, see and, and and quantify just with the human eye. You know, certain obviously now with science we can quantify things with different instruments and tools. But I really love this realm, and I want to. I would love for you just to speak to this, this realm. Cause my, my personal philosophy is that we're all, uh, you know, radiating and broadcasting our vibration, our, our, what I call our own theme song or energetic signature that we're putting on life. And I'm just curious, you know, in, in your experience, um, you know, what, what are some things that you do that, that help to maintain that high vibration, uh, and, 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 vibrational congruency, uh, which are my words, but are similar to uh, what you were uh, quite possibly alluding to there. Well, you know, the, 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 the first thing that I would mention is movement. Yeah. Movement, movement, keep the body moving, right? Keep the body moving, keep the, the, the lymph system a flowing. So keep that energy up. That's, that's a beautiful thing, you know? So my particular gig is I used to run. I'm not running as often right now because I've got some neck issues and stuff, but I'm playing tennis at least once a week. I'm playing pickable at least once a week and I'm biking at least four times a week. So movement, 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 movement. I love when I tell people I'm going to be 69 years old in a few months and they go, no kidding. And they might just be being nice to me, but but the truth is, when I look at some of my classmates from high school, you know, um, I, I do, I am a little bit different. My vibe is higher and, and whatnot. No, so movement is key. I think movement is key. Yeah. And thoughts are energy, of course, and your, your thinking is key uh, and all. So as far as vibration goes, I think when you eat high vibration food, mm -hmm. I once had a, a girlfriend say to me years back, she goes, uh, how do you expect to live when the food that you eat is dead? <laughs> that was kind of interesting, you know? And uh, she sounded like Inspector Clouseau. She was a magnificent goddess from France. And, yeah. uh, but it's true, you know? So, you know, so eat live food. So for quite some time in a major transformation, I, um, uh, I would do a live food smoothies. And then there's some high vibe words, you know, in Hebrew, there's, uh, 
uh, there's beautiful words in Sanskrit. There's uh, Om Namah Shivaya Gurave Sachitananda Murtae Nichprapanchaya Shantaya Niralambaya Tejase. These are Om Shanti Shanti. These are high vibration words. Mm. Uh, then yesterday, in my car, in the car of my buddy from high school, who I haven't seen, dig this, in 51 years. Wow. We it was like yesterday, man, and we're in his car. Although when we were kids, fifty-one years ago, our cars were kind of Spartan. This was a hundred thousand dollar BMW, and he put on a bootleg CD of John Bonham playing the drums. <laughs> oh my God, that is high <laughs> vibration energy. You yeah. cannot be. When that's going, yeah. it brings your vibe up, yeah. right? It's brain entrainment, right? Mm -hmm. Brain entrainment. You want to have that music going. Like your music, when you do the, the, the I don't know, it's Afro-Caribbean drumming and stuff like that. Yeah. You you can be sitting there, but you're, every one of your cells is dancing its ass off. Yeah. I, I'd love to, to delve in that a little bit more because uh, that high vibration and how we uh, sort of assimilate to that. And in the musical realm, uh, it's referred to as sympathetic resonance when, you know, when something else begins to vibrate based upon something that that isn't touching it physically. Right. And uh, uh, but but I'd, I'd love to delve into that a little bit more. Uh, tell me a little bit more about this sympathetic resonance in your in your realm. You just lit up like a like a. Yeah. <laughs> So it, it's not just in the music world, brother. Yeah. It's in the law of physics. You know, you, you pluck on a bass note on an electric bass, that snare drum's going to go, bzzz, that's the law of sympathetic resonance. Yeah. There was a thing, it was a commercial years ago with Ella Fitzgerald singing, and a, and a glass broke at the other end of the room, you know? And so if, if, if there's that energetic thing, what is the energetic output of our thinking? Yeah. Now, the science of heart math, check it out, heart math. They measure that we put out a vibe from our brain to others. And we put out X, but they also measured we put out vibes from our heart and it's 6,500 X. Wow. Holy mackerel. I forget the, the unit of measurement that they measured these erg energy, but it's like, whoa. So, I mean, I knew thoughts are things and you're sending stuff out, but it's coming out even more from the heart, heart math, crazy stuff, man. Yeah. yeah. It's out there. So, you know, we talk about the law of attraction, which is very much misunderstood, but there is, there is science through the law of sympathetic resonance. So it's, um, it's really amazing when you stub your toe in the morning and you go, oh man, darn it, oh, this day, I'm gonna have a lousy day today, I just know it. <laughs> and surprise, 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 you have a lousy day, you put out that energy, you attract the like energy. But yeah. on the other hand, when I used to tell my son, Benjamin, when he was uh, three years old, going to Montessori, I go, Benjamin, something wonderful is going to happen today. He'd go, 
what? I go, I don't know yet. Dad, you come home, you tell daddy what it is when you come home, but something wonderful is going to happen today. And he'd come home and, and he, what was he looking for? What did he attract? Yes. You know, and usually it's something really cool. Like, well, you know, I wanted the red lollipop, but I got the green one, but that was cool too. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I love that. Thank you for, for referencing that. Cause uh, we've, we've dialogued a good bit about, uh, about kids and fatherhood and things like that. And yours are a bit further down the line than mine, but uh, I, I love talking about that. You have some, some fantastic content around, you know, the, the, the platinum rule and some other things that I'd love to unpack if, if we can get to it. But one thing I wanted to ask you here uh, that's on the forefront of my uh, mental search engine here is what do you do? Do you have any, any tools or techniques that you do to overcome those moments when you stub your toe and you use those very um, uh, uh, PC versions of what you would normally say there? I appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> but uh, do you have any tools and techniques that you do to overcome those moments and then shift your vibration back to a place of, uh, you know, in that law of attraction form, attracting those higher vibes? One of the things that I learned uh, years ago as uh, we were studying uh, pain mitigation, uh, changing, uh, you know, as you know, I, I started a business over 15 years ago. It's been in revenue every year since where we put uh, prescriptive healing music in hospitals and public spaces, which music is a vibration to shift the human uh, uh, condition as it were. Cause you know, in women's imaging, it's nerve wracking. So we curate the music for stress reduction and relaxation and surgical waiting. They might be there for an hour or three hours. So that music is, is, is curated for time and space perception. But what I do in real, so music is important, but what I do in real time is a distraction. Yeah. Distraction is a very viable, magnificent form of pain reduction distraction, shift, change of state, right? Mm -hmm. Shift, change of state. And then there's something I learned years ago, which is uh, convert your frustration into fascination. Mm. Frustration into fascination. Oh man, this sucks. Wow. Wow. How does that work? How does that toe have a direct communication to my brain, to my mind, and stuff. That's a now. That's distraction. Wow, I'm fascinated by that. Yeah. You know, or if somebody's being kind of a butthead, and you, you you're not frustrated, you go, "Wow, I wonder what happened in his day that caused him to react that or in his life, or I wonder what his child." You know, you just shift it, man. Frustration into fascination instead of getting caught up in it then be objective of it and that in that dissociation is a very cool thing now it, that's if you can catch yourself yeah right? <laughs> the, 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 keyword if <laughs> no. so or or when because yeah. there's you know when when the doctor wants to check you know your heart they'll put give you a stress test and they'll have you go on the exercise cycle or whatever or the stairs and they bring everything up to a real peak state and they want to know how long it takes for you to recover. Well, we also have an emotional component of that. And so when your emotions go high, how long does it take for you to have an emotional recovery rate? If you don't have a strategy for that, good luck. Yes, yes. 
And I, I, uh, I, I love that because one thing that I've learned in parenting here, uh, you know, for the, for the six years that I've been a parent, uh, but, but two very, 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 very spirited boys, uh, <laughs> yeah. um, is there is not only an anaerobic threshold that we can hit, but there's definitely an emotional threshold that we can hit. And that's kind of what you're referring to here. And, but there's an unlimited love threshold. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. There ain't no, ain't no ceiling on that mofo. It just gets higher and higher and higher. Now, however, their appreciation of daddy is in part a fun and their self-esteem is part a function of daddy's emotional recovery rate. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, and now that we've, we've, you know, transitioned into parenting a little bit, I love to talk about parenting uh, because uh, you know, that is such a direct way that we pass our, you know, legacy and significance on through others uh, tell, if you don't mind, would you talk a little bit about, because because I interviewed you, this has been a couple of years now, but for my amazing wife, uh, Cindy, for her book, 52 Creative Ways uh, to Connect with Your Kids, I interviewed and you're featured in that book, uh, which just came out recently, and you shared an amazing story about you and your son about the the platinum rule. Can you Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, there's so many groovy stories. That's one yeah. that we put in Cindy's book. And Cindy's book is crazy. 52 hacks, right? 52 ideas and all in one in one thing. I, I happen to like cliff notes, right? I mean, I like to get the nuggets, uh, the essence. I mean, I'll read big book, but but Cindy's book is really cool because it's what I, it's what I call learning point density high. Right? Mm. It's it's really a treasure trove. So uh, I know I'm doing a, a, a shameless commercial for that, but it's really that good. And I've got to get more to 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 gift out and stuff. And I yeah. and I will. So, but anyway, um, yeah. So platinum rule. So. You know, I, I, I'm a kind of guy who's like, hey, let's 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 go do this, and yeah, okay, let's go do this. You know, and 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 uh, my buddy says, you know, I, I, in Puerto Rico, he goes, come on over to Puerto Rico. I went, yeah, let's go to Puerto Rico. <laughs> now, my son, when I would say to him, uh, hey Ben, uh, let's go to the zoo, because I'm that guy. You know, I'm expecting him to go, yeah, Daddy, let's go to the zoo, <laughs> and 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 he'd go, um. Okay, what what time would would we be leaving? I don't know. Clean your room, brush a couple of your teeth somewhere. Let's go boogie. He's <laughs> like, well, all right. Would we be having lunch there? Yeah, they got restaurants there, Benny. Come on. And he said, "Am I going to be? You know what? I don't want to go." So he and I approach things differently. Yeah. I'm what's called a you know high eye. Let's do make it. He's a, a cautious thinker. And when I learned that, because I did do some testing, it was a Formax test, it was kind of cool. I found out he's a cautious thinker. So I learned to adjust and adapt to my baby boy. I'd say, Ben, I'm thinking about going to the zoo. Would you like to go with me? He said, yes. I'd say, well, if you were to clean your room and brush your teeth and get dressed, that might take about 10 or 20 minutes. We can have breakfast and leave by 10 o'clock if that works for you. He'd go, yeah, because I'm talking his language. Yeah. You know, we'll have lunch there. But, you know, son, we're going to need to leave at three because you want to do, I know you, you, your homework and then take a bath. And, so I shifted my style 
to match his style. And in doing so, because I knew he was a cautious thinker and he liked organization, I said, as a dad, what could I put in front of him that he might take to really well? So um, karate, chess, piano, and I mean, I, I wouldn't have known that. I would have put him in different. He, he, to this day, he's a chess, amazing chess guy. He took two black belts and that's how he earned his money in high school before he went away. And he is now Dr. Benjamin Corbin, Professor Benjamin Corbin of piano. Yeah. Yo, yo, and it's all about me. No, I mean, it's about yeah. knowing maybe to put this in front of him. Yeah. And then he picked it up. So don't ask how smart is your kid. Ask how is your kid smart? Hmm. And then don't do the golden rule, do unto others the way you want to be done unto, which is, come on, Benny, we're going to run. No, platinum rule, do unto others the way they want to be done unto. That's not just for parenting. That's for leading, managing, selling, connecting, serving. Yo, um, yeah, that's a platinum rule. It's amazing, brother. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. It's a powerful, powerful, powerful work, not only for parents, as you just said, but for so many industries across the board and just human connection in general. Uh, well, well done, brother. That's, that's really powerful. Now, I have a question. Um, who is one of the most influential people in, in your life? There's <laughs> so many. Uh, yeah. I, I had a, a business partner named Brian Tracy, who's a, just a marvelous speaker, one of the best. Uh, and he's got a very high level of integrative complexity where he took from physics and economics and personal development, spirituality and, and business leadership. He, he was able to really bring that down into really good usable uh, nuggets and chunks. So he's one of my most significant mentors in life. Um, I'm not really hard pressed, so I'll just I'll just leave it at that. I'll say I'll say Brian. Yeah, yeah. Well, one thing I love to focus on here is you know that that echo effect that we were speaking of earlier, and how you know oftentimes our mentors, you know, and you've been a, a fantastic mentor to me. Um, how that energy and time and appreciation and you know focus radiates on uh, through the people that, that, that they are touching. And so, yeah. And so that's one thing, you know, I like to focus on because I can feel just as you speak of Brian Tracy, I can feel his presence here. Like his legacy is living on into my ears here and my heart and all of the listeners hearts as you sing his praises. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. It is a ripple. It, it is that, that solid gold thread in the tapestry, you know, of, uh, of life. And I, I think of people, ah, so many names come to mind that I've had the honor and blessing of mentoring who are doing such, they're spreading such good stuff, you know? <laughs> and, you know, one of the guys I mentored exec produced a movie based on 
another guy who I've mentored, but who also mentored me and just the, the connection and then introducing you to Billy, for example, mm-hmm. a, a mm-hmm. beautiful spirit mm-hmm. and you're a beautiful spirit. And then I get a text with a picture of the two of you saying, yeah. Uncle D, we want you to see that we're, you know, we are united yeah. and, and I, I, I'm old, you see, I'm old. Well, I'm not that old, but I'm old enough to have that perspective mm. to watch this next generation of mega influencers developing and, and, and influencing as they develop and developing as they influence. Mm. And it's the eensy beansy spider going up the water spout to greatness. Yeah. We as a culture and a society. So there's a Yiddish term. There's some words that can't, that Yiddish has got some great terms. The word is kvell, K-V-E-L-L. And it means bubbling up with such joy and pride when you see your child or when you see those who you mentor, your protégés, doing good stuff. I'm kvelling. <laughs> yeah, brother. That's amazing. And when you, when you can receive that back, um, you know, and this is a this is a reminder to anybody listening here of someone that has touched your life in a positive way uh, to reach out to them and share that with them to to just thank them. It's like, hey, I just wrote this book and I want to thank you for, because you did this thing or, hey, I just you know, it doesn't it, it can be anything at all. We don't have to wait for a, a, a significant moment in our lives. It can just be a daily uh, a daily message that we just today I'm thinking of you and I want to thank you for taking the time and pouring that love into me. I'm looking for my cell phone to show you a text that, you know, I, I, I shoot those off. Yeah. Uh, with ju- such happiness, just shooting off. And I love you or wow. Was that, I think the one I worded yesterday was I, I can't overstate how much in enjoyment I have watching you too as an example of a magnificent loving relationship. Yeah. It feels good sending it. And uh, I know it felt good receiving it. Now, what if, and maybe you already do this, but I just had a thought, what if that was, you know, coming back to that, that older metaphor that we were sharing, what if that was baked into our recipe of life? What if there was a daily five minutes or 10 minutes that we dedicated to purely sending you know, sending people messages, doing these intentional acts of kindness that can be, you know, seemingly small and insignificant, but could have this massive ripple effect on others. I mean, it, it does, man. Yeah. It, it's, it's, I've habituated that, but in yeah. order for me to get to that point, I would put four pennies in my left pocket. And every time I would send something off, I take one penny and put it in the other. And at the end of the day, if I had only three pennies in my right, it was like, oh, okay, well, I sent three, but I meant to send four. The next day, four pennies in the pocket. Wow. There's only one on the right. Yeah, well, I got busy, blah, blah, blah. Okay, but it builds that. Mm-hmm. So you start building in a little bit of love muscle memory. Yes, I love that. The love muscle memory penny technique. It's <laughs> powerful. Go. Wait, yeah. hold on. Circle R, T, M, boom. Don't do it unless you pay me for it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, brother. I love it. Um, all right. So I, I want to ask you this as, as we uh, wrap up our interview here. And, you know, you and I could talk for days, but uh, 
I want to wrap up here and just ask you, um, you know, how do you hope to inspire our listeners today? Well, I know that you, yeah, you, yeah, I'm pointing. I know you out there, you got something and I did inspire you. The energy that came through me from others hit you and I know it landed on you. So I know we've already done that. And so it is, it's been done. (laughs) I love it. I love it. And, uh, and one, one uh, philosophy I live by is less information, more integration. And so for any of the listeners out there today, uh, if you've heard something, which we know you have, we just established that, uh, as we know you've heard something that has moved you in a positive way, please, please, please take action on that. There's so many amazing nuggets here uh, and, and amazing techniques that, that my man, uh, DC, David Corbin, has, has, has thrown down for us. So please pick them up watch this again, uh, share it with somebody who you believe would benefit from this. Uh, this is a, a community and a podcast and a movement uh, to spread more good stuff in the world. So make sure to do that. And before we wrap up, I just want to um, I want to thank our sponsors. Oh, wait, we don't have any sponsors yet because we just started it. If you would like to be a sponsor, reach out to us and help us spread the good stuff far and wide. Because as my man David said, we can't do this alone. It takes a village. It takes a tribe, a community, an entire uh, you know, human existence here to elevate the positive frequency of the world together. So uh, again, I want to thank uh, my man, David Corbin, for being an amazing, shining light, illuminating the good in the world and certainly spreading the good stuff. And David, uh, one more time, how can our listeners uh, find you and, uh, and, and, and your work? Well, I have no interest in communicating with anyone. Leave me alone. <laughs> I'm going to be in the back smoking a cigar. So just, and stay off my lawn. <laughs> you know, um, anybody has any questions or whatever, David at davidcorbin.com. That goes right, right to my cell phone. And, yeah. um, and I, and I hope, I know we've touched people, Broncar, but until they take action, like you were talking about, we haven't moved them. They move yeah. themselves. We goose, inspire, educate, motivate, but movement takes their action because none of what we've shared here today is, is, is of any value. It's useless unless what? Unless it's used. So I hope people do take uh, action on some of these ideas. Uh, because it is a mega ripple effect. Yes, brother. Yes, brother. Thank you for being an incredible human, uh, my friend. And thank you, everybody, for listening today. Uh, If you're not already a part of our community, make sure to join us at spreadthegoodstuff.com. And get out there, my friends, and spread the good stuff. I'm Bron Carly, your host, the Good Stuff Guy. Thank you again, David. Thank you, everybody. Have an amazing day today. stuff.